You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I mean, it just, it's one of those things where I just kind of realized how close I am to that. I mean, in just a couple okay. of couple you of slight, self-aware almost? A, a couple of slight pushes in the right direction by life, and that's going to be me. I'm going to be that person. Wow. But but the problem is though, well, I, I don't know if it's a problem or not because I looked at them. and I'm like, you know what? Maybe they're they're there's not an issue there. Maybe they're just brave. Did you hear all along the watchtower playing, and all of a sudden you realized that you in fact were one of them? Oh wait, now you're making a uh, what, what Cylon joke? A Cylon? Yes, you got it, Greg. I'm so I watched proud. the original series. I'm oh, old Rupert, school Rupert. Battlestar Galactica. I tried Galactica. to watch the original series. You, it, it's oh, the original series was amazing. I'm sure, it was <laughs> when you were eight. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dylan. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Uh, we appreciate everybody who tunes into this we show. We sure do. We absolutely do. Uh, we also appreciate everybody who goes to funemploymentradio.com and clicks on the link links to our sponsors. We've got Amazon on there. If you go to funemploymentradio.com slash shop, we've got a multitude of different, uh, different sponsors that you can go to. Multitude, if you will. I mean, it's like basically your own online shopping center. Yes, indeed. We've got uh, Think Geek is on there. You can buy some hotel tickets, buy some plane tickets, take yourself on vacation, <laughs> all... By going to funemploymentradio.com slash shop. I mean, hell, if you want to bring us on vacation with you, we might do that. Would yeah, you go on I vacation? Go. Would I go on vacation? Like what? Like, like what a, if it was one of those? sexual way. Well, I mean, <laughs> Sarah, I mean, you know, it's a free economy. How you can, you can uh, negotiate whatever you want. But I'm just saying if, say, somebody like bought us plane tickets and said, like, okay, you're, you're going here. We don't know who bought them. We don't know exactly Do where we're going. a travel fun employment radio show would be my fucking dream, actually. Well, yes, and absolutely a travel fun yeah. employment radio show. But what if it was just somebody that was like, you're going to come with me. Okay, here's the thing. You either have to Nobody say yes say or no. Nobody say you're going to come with me. And- you either have to say yes or no. And then you show up at the airport and then they just uh, they whisk you away somewhere. You don't know where you're going, what you're doing. You know, They don't tell you anything about it. No. Would you go? I actually just watched Taken for the first time last night, and I absolutely would not go anywhere where I don't know where. Taken? I I've never seen that. That <laughs> it doesn't seem like a movie you would watch. Actually, it's really good. Yeah, well, there's Taken two and three now. I know. I hear that things just keep getting taken from it Liam was, Neeson. I can't remember who it was. Maybe it was Chris Watt Rock or somebody said it. They're just like Liam Neeson's really good at catching bad guys and really shitty at keeping track of his family. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but yeah, there. I don't know. I think I would. I would maybe do it. Wait, I'm sorry. Are you saying that if somebody anonymously said okay, like, say you got and they an have email. like some sort of like voice disguising boss, they're like, Greg, you just get you an email. Permission. You get an email you get that an says, email? "Hey, you're it's an all expense paid somewhere. There's a plane ticket at the airport waiting for you. Be there at this time. You're going to take the plane. I'm not going to tell you who I am. I'm not going to tell you where you're going." And uh, just show up. Would you do it? No. Like sight unseen. Would you take the risk? I, I, I'm sorry. Be, how many times okay, do I have to say no? It could be like you go to some amazing fancy to resort in Italy and you're like, it's all expense paid and all that stuff. Or you could be taken to a dungeon somewhere. I don't know. Like it could go taken? either way. Okay. Yes. Like in Taken. Like okay. in Taken. Um, Would you do it? Would you take the risk? No. God, no. 
No, I value life. I don't want to. I'm not going to take the risk of maybe being able to stay someplace nice versus like being sold into like prostitution. No. Well, I mean, that's a risk. We all got to, you know, risk reward, risk reward there. But um, yeah, I don't know. I would consider. Why are you bringing this up? Is this like something that's been offered to you? No, no. It just it made me think you about it. To, like you're just like, what are you asking people to buy you secret planes? I'm saying if they want to go to fun, funemploymentradio.com slash shop and, you know, pick up a uh, random ticket for me, I, I might show up. I might go. That's it. I'm just throwing it out there. Mm. I'm just putting it out there into the universe. We'll see what because happens. Because saying there's a lot of shitty places on Earth, not worth the risk. <laughs> it's true. There might be like more terrible places to visit than wonderful. Uh, yeah, yeah. But so, yeah, I mean, so that's, already the percentages but probably are you. they're not going to they're not probably logically this mystery donor isn't going to be flying you to some terrible part of the world. Like if they're paying the money to pick up a plane ticket for you and take you and say, you know, and they're telling you all your food and and stay wherever you're going is going to be covered. Like you don't have to worry about food they or get, rumor board. Do you get a round trip ticket? Mm, that's a good question. Yeah. What were you trying to like sneak that? All right. We'll in? specify that, that it's a round. Well. Yeah, yes, they, it has to be okay, a round trip specif- ticket. <clears throat> Fine, it's a round trip ticket, but it's for a week, and you have no idea where you're going. All right, so uh, it's being asked by our friend Sumon says, "What is uh, the motivation for someone providing you with a free trip?" You don't know. You don't know what the motivation is. They That's don't tell terrifying. you that. They don't tell you that. I'm just going to sit and watch you bisque in the sun. That's fine. I'd I'd do that. What? Somebody just wants to watch me swim around? Oh, that sounds kind of creepy when I say it that way. That sounds really creepy when you I say it like that way. You sound like a whore. That sounds, that sounds awful, You'll yeah. provide them uh, your physical body for entertainment for a paid vacation. Well, no. You're a whore. No, that You're is different. A whore. That is not what I said. Yes, it's exactly what you said. There was no touching said. involved. You said, but I bet you're using your body to make money. What, swimming around? Yeah, you said you could, they can look at your body, your wet body swimming around. That's you using your body. That doesn't make me a whore. It does make you a whore. That's the definition of a whore. Uh... Greg Nibbler, travel whore. Come, you. if you pay for my expenses, you can watch me swim. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. That's, there's nothing really going on there. I mean, well, anyway, uh, go to funemploymentradio.com slash shop and pick your own adventure. All and right. maybe Greg will be your whore. Yes. No. No. That's. I just said I'd know. That's not what I... No, that's not, not going on. I don't like the idea of this show. You are so strange. Like, the things that come out of your mouth sometimes are just so weird. Like, you still surprise me after all these years. Yeah. Like, yeah. who even comes up with that scenario? I don't know. These are things I think about. You think about somebody secretly sending you to a foreign place I don't and know, what if? watch you swim? Again, it all comes everything. back to my thing of always be prepared for anything. Like, run through all the Nobody scenarios. Nobody needs to be prepared for being offered some all-expense-paid <laughs> trip by some anonymous person. You just got to run through the scenarios. might or might not sit there and watch you swim. I don't know. I've watched a lot of <laughs> movies. It's possible something like that could happen. You know, there's, there's that. There's, you know, I've talked about before how you got to be prepared for, like, if wild dogs attacked. What are you going to do with wild dogs? Um, bears? Bears are definitely a concern. Got to worry about bears There's all the time. Only, there aren't bears everywhere. Well, you never know. What if you're walking down the road and right, there's a get off of your travel zoo? Uh, a zoo is transporting a giant, like terrifying bear to a different zoo, and it crashes right in front of you, and the bear just hops out and it's right there in front of you on the side of the street. What do you do? So you got to think about these Stay things. Stay in my car. Drive. No, you're away, walking. You're walking. Go you're into on the street. a building. Well. 
Maybe if you have time, I don't know. You you got to decide. You got to run through all the scenarios. How do you ever get anything done with all of these ridiculous thoughts in your head? It's not so much that I don't get stuff done; it's that I don't sleep because I think about these things. So you have to get all your stuff done during the day, and then at night when you're supposed to be sleeping, you think about scenarios when someone's carting a giant bear, it crashes yeah. in front of you, and where you would go if the giant bear came at you. Yeah, if I start relaxing, I'm like, okay, well, there's something wrong. What should be wrong? What if a bear got out and chased me right now? Dear Lord, what would I do? What would I do? I mean, I constantly think about at home if somebody's going to break in and like if they're going to run up my stairs and try to get me. Oh, you'd be awful. But I've seen you fall I would asleep not. on your couch and where like even if like a little sound, like we've talked about this on the show where I've seen you like where you'll fall asleep with your laptop on and if anything startles you awake, you're just like, huh, 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 huh. like you would not be able to defend yourself at all. You'd be too busy freaking I would out. Too, I would too defend you myself. You would not be able to. I would startle them, would number startle, one. No, you'd startle yourself. And then you probably like fall off the couch or something, or the or like fall off your bed and be like, <laughs> yeah. But I would terrify them. And then what I would do is, you know, I've got I've got certain weaponry hidden around my house. I know how how to defend myself. What like a stick? I've got a couple sticks. I got, got a couple chair legs. Hidden in I've your got house. a I've got a crossbow in my house. Isn't it really small? So it still hurt. Probably sting if you got shot with it. <laughs> I don't think it would really do any serious damage, but it would certainly. I mean, if I hit their eye, it'd be a problem. Um, wow! Yeah, so you gotta it would, work on your crossbow. Yeah, you? yeah. I mean, I gotta load it. It takes a little while. If I miss, it takes a while to load. So after another you've one. spazzed out, then you're like fumbling around trying to find your teeny tiny crossbow and hoping in the darkness that you're gonna be able to hit their eye. I'm pretty good at throwing things too. Like I've got like some some empty like like water glasses next to my bed, so I could huck one of those. Jasmine in the chat says, my worst nightmare is waking up with Greg's brain in my head. (laughs) (laughs) You'll be very prepared. Very prepared for pretty much anything. For for everything that will never happen to you. I would be one of the survivors. things. I would be one of the survivors. You'd be one of the big bear crash of 2016 survivors? Yeah, absolutely. Wow, that's real good. I would would be one of the people, like, if, if things really went down. And like like in society or the world started started to go downhill, I'd be one of the ones that still survived. Okay. I would make it through. Cause I'm squirrely. I can get around. I'd, I'd be well. You got the crazy part down. I mean, crazy people do seem to be able to adapt. survive. Yeah, and I could adapt. adapt a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Yep, I could adapt absolutely. Well, and that's that's what I was talking about with today. You know, seeing the so I worked downtown today for a while, and I there was a there was a guy. You know, downtown Portland has its fair share of. I don't know, homeless, mentally ill, whatever's going on. They get different labels. Ooh, mixture. Some people call them crazy. Mm. And there were some of the there was a guy downtown and he was just walking down the street, belting out as loud as he could, just singing. What what was he singing? He was like a mate it was a song if it was a real song, I didn't know what it was, but it was uh, like a love song that he was singing. How do you know it was a love song? Cuz he was singing about girl, I would hold you at night and you know, singing like that. It was something along those lines. And he was just screaming it out. And I kept watching all these people while I was parking. I kept watching all these people go past him. And they all just kind of look at him and like back away and like walk away from him. He wasn't threatening anybody. He was just he was just singing, you know, having himself a good time. He was just like expressing himself. Yeah. And then he would like walk up to the light, the light poles and like like swing around the light pole. No, and he then, wouldn't. Yes, he did. He, he swing was around swinging around the light pole. Like downtown? one. Yeah. He grabbed it and like swung around like it. Whole, like like singing in the rain kind of thing. 
kind. I wouldn't put it that not that classy, romantic though. of a not as classy. I don't a, know. He's singing his own homemade love song. Maybe he was falling down and he just grabbed pole. onto it. I don't know. But he swung around a pole. He was using it for stability. We're not. I'm not saying this was yeah singing in the rain like a romantic thing. He was. You know, it, it, he smelled terrible. But nonetheless. <laughs> How close were you to him? He walked right by me. Oh, you got the waft. I tried to hurry. to. Like, I always get hold my, my stuff. breath when I think someone's going to smell. I hold my breath. I was worried he was going to come up and say something to me because I was trying to get my stuff out of my car. And I was like, oh, oh, I got 20 feet. Oh, crap. I need to get it. And then I forgot something. So I had to reach back in again. I was like, damn it. So he, I, I got to walk by. But nonetheless. Despite that, the guy seemed to be having a pretty good time. Sure. So he was singing about love, dancing around, maybe falling, yeah. maybe dancing. Yeah. I'm not really sure. A little of both. A little of both. And well, what did that teach you? What lessons well, did you learn from that's him? Well, that's what I mean. That's compared to, I, I compared it to myself this morning. And I, I was watching this guy. I'm like, oh, God, yeah, get away from him. What, what's, what a weirdo singing to himself and then I remembered that's what I did for about 20 minutes this morning that's, at my house when nobody was home. That's what you do. <laughs> it's what I do when nobody's at my house because uh, you know I've got two roommates and they they had left for work already so Were you shirtless? <laughs> oh my god, you were shirtless singing in your house. Do you realize how close you are? You're just like basically a half a step away from being that guy downtown. Yeah. You are so close. And you're already like mentally teetering on the edge. And I was singing. To what t- What do you think will be the thing that pushes you over? I don't know because I was singing to the dogs. There's, you know, each roommate has a dog. So they, they follow me around in the morning. And uh, I I sang to them. And I sang songs to them. Th- were they songs and that I you talked made to them. Up? I talked to them like they're people. I discussed things with them like about work for the upcoming day. I'm like, well, what do you think, Lily? Tell me what you think about this story. Should I use this one for for a topic, or I don't know? I need to send billing to this person, and and I I, I talk out everything to them. And to any outside observer, it's a man with his shirt off talking to dogs and then singing to them. And I realized I am that guy in the street. I just don't take it out outside of the house. Not yet. No, not yet. But what would it take for me to be? Little shove off so the edge, close, so close. Little, little push, little nudge. One little uh, mentally unstable day. I'm thinking. Yeah. One kind, a day, probably pretty similar to today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A day along those lines, where you seem a little, you, you seem a little discombobulated. You have all all week. I know you haven't been sleeping very well. You're right, right. You've been probably fighting off, you know, all the burglars that have been trying to break into your house. Yeah, you gotta you gotta watch out for burglars. Mm-hmm. 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 I don't. It's pretty damn close. If you're already shirtless. Singing made-up songs to dogs. Right. Uh, that's... Yeah. You're on the precipice. But I'm at home. I'm at home. So... What if you feel the need to sing and you're not at home? You are downtown a bit. <sighs> what if that guy was just like... What if he also was filming some sort of, you know, uh, podcast video thing for, you know, a digital company downtown and that was his break? I don't think and so. And he's like, you know what I need to do? I just need to kind of... I need to loosen up a little. I need to loosen up. I need to work out the, uh, you know, work on my vocal cords, gonna do some singing, a little dancing, get my exercise. <sighs> the odor probably wouldn't have passed muster for for something like that. I'm I'm just saying it's it's scary to think that it's I'm not that far away. But how many of us are that far away? You sit in your house. You said you walk around with, like, no clothes on and, like, drink wine and paint. Like, you know, yeah. that, yeah, you... That's pretty close. What uh, do you think I'm going to be wandering the streets drinking wine <laughs> I, and painting? I, I don't know. <laughs> Let me paint a dog. <laughs> I don't know. 
No. <laughs> I don't know. I think you're kind of you're you're pushing what you feel onto me. It's being noted in the chat. Well, I'm at home could easily morph into well, I was only walking down the street. That's the key. That is it right there. Like what if well, I'm just in my neighborhood. It seems like a pretty in my neighborhood transition. it's okay. Oh, well, if I just I'm on the bus, I'm just on the bus, that's okay. I can sing on the bus. Nobody's going to mind and then poof, once you let that guard down, that that wall of society poof, it's maybe opening it's up you. the floodgates. Maybe floodgate. you need to be that battering ram. I don't think I. I, I don't think. Maybe I'd... you need to be that battering ram. Just break, you know, all the social judgment. Be like, you know what? Totally normal to be wandering around in public, singing loud songs and smelling. Well, it's weird. not illegal. <laughs> smelling weird. Now wait a minute here. I don't smell weird. All right. These are all brand new, clean clothes. Well, clean out of the dryer, and they were washed first too. I didn't just throw them in the dryer to try to get rid of the smell. So no, these were. Somebody's over explaining. No, these are these are clean clothes. I take showers. Like I don't think the the odor is not going to be an issue. It's not going to be an issue. But the rest of it, uh, I don't know. We uh, were Chris- talking about with Rick yesterday how you were saying how your feet don't <clears throat> smell, but then we were also bringing up the point where you can't really smell yourself. Sure, you can. I know. You know when you smell? Yeah. When do you smell? I don't know. Like not very often. I mean, if I if I go running. I, I don't smell good after running. I will say this. I will admit this right now. After working out, I, I need a change of clothes. I'm, I'm not going to smell the best. That I know. Okay. You know, if I go a couple of days without a shower, no. If I if I go camping for like three days, yeah, I, I smell okay, pretty we bad. we don't need to go through all the scenarios to which you smell Do you want me to list them all off? No, because I'm I keep good. track of them in my head just so I can understand exactly okay. what it is. No, I'm all right. All right. Well, I mean, you asked. Um, so what is your fear? Like you you fear that like you're going to accidentally cross over and you don't know exactly what it is. Yeah. You're going to cross over to the crazy singing guy. That's really what I'm worried about. Hmm. That's really what I'm worried I don't, about. I don't know how to prevent it. I don't know either. Well, I mean, so far, so good. Like I haven't, haven't snapped yet. I haven't gone over the edge. Yeah. I'm just saying it's weird to think about how close it is. I used to have a fear of blurting. Like you do blurt. No, I well not as much oh, as I used to. Oh, you are a classic blurter. Whatever. I've never met anyone that blurts as much as you. But I, uh, when I was in college, I especially if I you get, get pushed into certain situations, or oh, you I'm get. I'm sorry. Are you not done comfort- talking yet? <laughs> I was going to tell you a story. I was just going to say I, that was not blurting. That was you being rude and interrupting me while I was trying to talk. Bastard. All you got to do is get you a little off balance, oh, and you'll shut start blurting, up. blurting shut like crazy. Up. No, when I was in college, I, I would get nervous because, like, you're kind of fearing about the fact that you might not be able to contain yourself in public from singing. Like, do you walk down the street? You're like, oh, my God, I might start singing any second. I have done it a couple of times and realized when it. I have, like, uh, yeah, when I was in college, I used to always be afraid that I was going to, like, yell something out. Like, it was the weirdest feel. It was the what? weirdest fear. Yeah, when I'd be in, like, a big auditorium, mm-hmm. I'd always be, like, really fearful that all of a sudden I was going to be like, you know, cheese whiz or something. Like, just yell what? something weird. Yeah. I'm a- that's okay. You're making fun of me. That's a whole different thing. I think singing in the house that is was a far a long cry from time ago. I'm not sitting blur- around you singing to, in my house. You're going to yell out cheese whiz no, that was just in a, a crowded auditorium? I, I don't know. Just yelling something. Like like what? I like you I was going to explain this a little yell more. Something, like how I feel like I'm going to accidentally fall off a bridge. Like I fear. I maybe I just don't fully trust myself. I think yeah, it's why. being in, in noted in chat. Not that you fear falling off a bridge. You fear pushing people off no, of bridges. No, that you misworded that. Your murder spasms. You, no, you took You that. have talked about murder spasms I did on this not, show. You know, you just warped it. You warped it. I was talking about, you know, accidentally 
and never I'm stand not on the edge of a bridge next to Sarah. I am not alone in that fear because I know other the people. The fear of pushing people off not of bridges? Not pushing people off, but accidentally jumping off a bridge. Oh, God, that makes me sound insane. At least I'm not the stinky singing guy downtown like I'd you are, I'd rather Greg. be that than the one shoving people off of I'm bridges. I'm not shoving anybody off a bridge. <clears throat> so you're scared you're going to blurt... I was. Yell things out. Yeah, I was when I was in college. That's why auditoriums always made me really nervous. Because I, I also would really have like a grumbly stomach all the time. Oh, yeah. So I was always okay. hungry. So like I would eat my granola bar, but then like sometimes... So that would like exacerbate it because my stomach would be really all of a sudden it's like... <laughs> and then everyone's looking at me and I'm like... Ah! Yeah. I had that happen to you. It was, it, I, it got to the point where like I would, like it would happen because I would think about it so much. So I would have to be constantly eating and like every, like have a Oh, you were the bar. eating girl in class? I had to, or else my stomach would Did you like bring loud... in like a bag of food? No, like, I had fast gr- food. I had like, granola <laughs> bars and I just eat a teeny little bit at a time, just break off a little bit just to like stop the grumbling. Okay, granola bars, all right. Yeah. I, it did used to drive me insane though when people would come in with full like fast food meals into class and like sit there and. <laughs> Like, um, you know, eating their fries and burgers and it's all loud and smelly. That always was annoying. Eddie. All right. So Eddie in the chat just published this. Uh, he posted this link and it it is a article that says that weird urge to jump off a bridge has finally been explained. It's a real thing, Greg. I've never had that thing. I don't want to jump off a bridge. It's like, what, oh, what is it? Explain oh, my it. God. It's OK. This is exactly it. Like, I'm not alone. Oh, my God. I wonder if anybody else has it says there you are driving across a bridge, spanning a deep ravine when suddenly you sense an urge to drive off of it. Yet you have no desire to kill yourself. It's totally true. I have no desire to kill myself yet. It's the, just this like weird urge. And says, believe it or not, this feeling now has a name and a research study uh, team from Florida State uh, explored this feeling and dubbed it high place phenomenon. OK. High place phenomenon. Uh, so let's see. So they surveyed 431 college students, asking them about urges to jump from high places and thoughts of suicide. They also assessed the students' levels of depression and anxiety. About a third of the sample said that they felt the urge to jump at least once. Oh, this is a terrifying article. It, it's, it's weird. It's one of Freud's ideas that some people have a death wish and that some suicides are purely impulsive, absent any sign of depression or even sadness. Like, oh. I absolutely believe that some suicides are just impulsive and someone, like, as they're doing it, just like, oh, nope. Uh, All right, no, we're not doing it. But I'm saying, I'm, I'm totally normal because it's been explained. It's just something that happens. You're the one that brought up the negative stuff. I, no, no I didn't, actually, at all. All right, so <laughs> I have... that on me. All right, so I have the high place phenomenon. That's what it is. You have high place phenomenon. Yeah, That's not it. And you have crazy, stinky singing downtown. Or phenomenon. known as murder spasms, where you <laughs> want to shove people off. Of the I don't want to shove anybody off. You're really frustrating. Mm. So anyway, so you're very fearful that you're going to turn into that person. Okay. Yes. Yes, this is true. <laughs> All right. I look forward to the day when I have to come and like pick you up. I'm just downtown. saying the the line is pretty when close. You've soiled yourself and you're singing love songs. Surely I am not the only one that sings to himself at home or herself or whoever. Surely I'm not the only one. I, I mean, I maybe. Damn it! I always thought that was a normal thing people did. Yeah, well, I always thought that feeling like you might accidentally jump off a bridge was normal, too. That uh, that I know is not. <laughs> All right. Ew, I don't like these exposure shows where we talk about our weird shit. I mean, I like talking about... Actually, uh, let me correct that. Where we talk about my weird shit. 
What you doing over there? A little no. uncomfortable? Yep. Greg's in his own head. His hair's getting curlier. He looks a little manic. A little manic? Greg's having a little manic Thursday. Ew. That's... No. What was ew about I don't that? know. There's just something ew about that. <laughs> You're ew about that. Don't mind me. I'm just having a manic Thursday. Yeah, I'm not going to... You should make a song about that and then walk around the streets and sing it. Maybe sing it to the dogs. No. Practice it on them first. See if they like it. Then you can go to the general public. The dogs love it. They love my singing. How do you know? They'll follow me around everywhere. Because they probably think that you're going to give them food. They're like, oh, the crazy guy. I mean, I do drop a lot of food. That's true. Jez has a good point. Yeah, they're not murder spasms because if I had murderous impulses, you would totally be dead by now. No, that would be too too thought out. Mm-mm. Murder spasm is a crime of opportunity. Like we're walking across a bridge, I happen to be right by the edge. You're like, and you're on the inside, and you just bop, knock me right over the edge. That would be a murder spasm. You getting up and walking over the table, I think you would come to your senses only in the fact that you would realize you're going to get caught. Oh, I and there was get there would be no defense. Oh, if you. If you walked across this table right here, cornered me, you would totally get caught. Oh, I absolutely would not. Who get else caught. would do it? The doors are locked. No. Nope. We're the only ones Actually, with keys. Oh, for some reason, that door was unlocked. I don't know why. Somebody came in. It's that weird guy, the shoeless guy. He came in, he attacked you. And locked it from the inside? And then... No, it's going to be, for some reason, it's going to be unlocked. <laughs> and what did you do to stop this? I'm just saying, I could write a O.J. Simpson, like, if I did it book on how I could uh, get away with murdering you. I have a copy of that book signed by him. I know you do. Save that for a rainy day. <laughs> yeah. I feel kind of gross about it. But anyway. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Greg, first up, I don't know if you know this, but it is a national holiday today. Okay. It's National Hug Day. Oh. Which means... So just go hug a random person? Which means you're supposed to hug every person that you see, regardless of if you know them or not. All right. Yes. So I uh, just want to put that out there to you, uh, especially what, who you should hug is Keelan, our friend Keelan King. If you do know Keelan, he, wants, he is a man who is in need of a hug. He wants a big old bear hug. Like, yes. Don't even wait for him to ask for it. Just do it. Walk up and do it. Just walk up behind him and say, hey, buddy. Hey, but like the behind the back hug. The behind the, the back hug. Like just a little Give sneak him a few attack. Pats and then like a rub on the shoulder and be like, it's going to be all right, pal. It's going to be all right, buddy. Just take a hug on me. And say so like, there you go, buddy. This one's on and me. Like, this one's on me, buddy. Yeah. And then just kind of lay your head on his shoulder. I've got another neck. one of those for you later. Yeah. It's, it's a surprise, though. If you know Keelan, definitely give that man a hug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Keelan just wrote, it's National Stay the Fuck Away From Me Day. <laughs> Seriously, He's just though, playing he hard hugs. to get. He yeah. is. He doesn't want to seem too needy. Give the guy a hug. Yeah. All right. Next up, out of Florida, Lakeland, Florida, police in Florida said a Facebook post offering, and by offering I mean selling, illegal moonshine online led to the arrests of three people in an undercover operation. They were moonshining? Illegal Florida moonshine. Okay. Selling on Facebook. Well, the Polk County Sheriff's How much office, money do you save on this moonshine by buying this? By buying it on Facebook? Well, by buying moonshine. I mean, liquor's not... I mean, if you want to get, like, bottom shelf liquor, Well, moonshine's, like, super, super, like, a really high percentage. Yeah. So, so you get more bang for your buck? Like, I guess so. It is so. Florida. Yeah, it's Florida. Okay. I yeah. mean, that explains it. Yeah. 
They probably have higher. I mean, I get it during prohibition. Absolutely, yeah. that that makes sense. Just nowadays, I don't really quite follow. The well, logic. the Polk County Sheriff's Office said detectives received a tip about illegal moonshine being offered on a Facebook page of one Sir Alton Trowell, 31 years young, of Lakeland, Florida. All right. Now, an undercover uh, police detective called the phone number on the Facebook page the following day and spoke with Christy Komowitz, 31 years old as well, uh, Trowell's live-in girlfriend. Now, Komowitz, when she answered the phone, she said, Are you a cop? Because I don't want to go to jail. Well, he didn't admit to being a cop because the detective arranged to meet with her who arrived at the arranged place with her roommate. No, that's entrapment. I thought they had to say. I think that's a... I think that's an old wives' tale. No, you know, it's just, you know, where are you a cop or something? You gotta ask them that. That's what I thought you could yeah. get out, right? Like, be like, oh, you have to legally tell me if you're a cop. Like, and they're like, ah, oh, busted. And then they run away. And then they're, yeah, I'm a cop. Yep. All right, well, he didn't tell her. Pretty sure that's how that works. Sure. So detectives did arrest them after they allegedly sold the illicit alcohol, mm-hmm. moonshine. To the undercover officer at $20 a pint. Now, police seized the moonshine, which was packaged in mason jars. And the woman told investigators she advertised the alcohol on her boyfriend's Facebook page because he had been arrested. (laughs) And she was trying to raise bail money for him. Wow. So uh, she said she purchased the moonshine from one Richard Lott, a Florida man, 48 years old, who worked at the Mizkin Distillery. Uh, undercover detectives contacted Lot, who offered to sell them. Okay, 192 proof. Yeah, why? Why would he even want that? Grain alcohol for twenty dollars per gallon. Well, he was arrested and told investigators he had taken the moonshine from the distillery. Twenty dollars a gallon, too. I mean, yeah. Okay, I guess you save some. You save some money on that, I suppose. But at the risk of going blind, right. yeah. Is that an old wives' tale, too? No, that's not an old wives' tale. Going blind from too much moonshine? No, yo, yeah, it's alcohol. That's, yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess they could, like... Pure alcohol, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, the girlfriend has been charged with uh, possession of one or more gallons of illegal liquor, conspiracy to violate beverage law, and unlawful possession, sale, transportation of alcohol. All of the charges against her, the man who supplied the alcohol, and the roommate are felonies. So they're going to be facing some uh, big time for selling their jars of moonshine. Ugh. Yeah. Story of Minneapolis, Minnesota. Now, this is kind of old news in Portland. Because remember the, the cuddle girl? Oh, yeah. The cuddler where you were supposed to go and get cuddled. No, that was you. No, it was totally you. You lost a bet and you never fulfilled it. You never actually did it. No, it was supposed to be you. No. I know exactly what it is. We've actually had people write in about that and question how come... You haven't actually fulfilled that bet. You were supposed to go be cuddled for like 10 minutes. Well, I don't think she's there anymore. She got like national attention on that. She did. She did. Didn't we know her boyfriend? Oh, yeah, we do. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. Um, Well, now cuddle parties are spreading all over the land, including to Minneapolis, Minnesota, where a group in Minnesota has begun holding their own personal cuddle parties to promote health and psychological benefits of being touched. Oh no, it's still in full business here. Okay, let's pay attention to the story at hand. We don't need to talk about the cuddler. Alright, so the Minneapolis-based group known as Nurture Yourself This is the cuddle group. They make a cuddle puddle, Greg. Ew. Greg, let's all melt together in a cuddle puddle. (laughs) That's so creepy. Nurture Yourself advertises itself as the only group in Minnesota 
with a trained cuddle party facilitator and offers a place to quote a trained cuddle. But how? Where do you get training for this? Oh, don't touch, a, don't touch them there. Don't there touch them <laughs> there. Well, the cuddle puddle facilitator and offers a place to quote meet interesting people and share nurturing, non-sexualized touch. Come on over to my house for a cuddle puddle, guys. A post on the group's New, website. newest fun employment radio event, cuddle puddle. Yeah, that's going to be our next listener party, guys. Cuddle Puddle 2016. Oh, gross. Let's not even joke about that. No. We won't even talk. There will be no words. There will just be low ambient music. And we all, like, uh, little mattresses all over the floor. Not mattresses. like uh, What is wrong with you? Well, pads on the floor, and then you just lay down and cuddle. You're creeping me out. <laughs> and the mattress. I mean, not mattresses. That's too creepy. Let's, let's get the pads. We're going to lay the pads out, and then we all just make a big cuddle puddle, and we don't talk. Isn't that what a cuddle puddle is? Radio listener party 2016. Puddle Isn't that what it? What is it? Explain to me what else a cuddle puddle is. That's what it is, is. But we're not doing it. We do need to uh, figure out the listener party stuff though, because guys, we have some ideas. Mum's the word. Mum's, Mum's the word. Okay, no, anyway. We're talking about that. So a post on the group's website, uh, nurture yourself again. Uh, the cuddle puddle website says touching and being touched has the benefits for everyone's health. Many of us can benefit from cuddling without any other goal but nurturing human contact. We teach you valuable social skills and create an environment where you can practice meeting people. Well, part of the group's mission is Wait, you're doing it with strangers? You're doing it with strangers. That sounds like like my nightmare. baby step to swinging or something? No, it's non-sexualized. It's nurturing. Yeah, it's like a gateway. Well, the group's mission is to allow people a safe place to meet. The Cuddle Puddle facilitator and registered nurse, Candessa Hadsall said that it's not a place for people seeking romantic or sexual connections. This is not a dating service. This is not a place people come to meet your life partner. There are rules for how you behave at the cuddle puddle. Sorry, cuddle party. The rules for cuddle parties are outlined at uh, cuddleparty.com and include dress guidelines that discourage risque underwear. Why does it matter what underwear you're wearing? Are you cuddling in your underwear? It says you can't wear risque underwear. Beats me. Greg. I think I was more on the money than giving uh, the credit for it. No drinking liquor. And uh, so so those are the rules. So no risque. Can't be liquored up. No sexy underroot unders. No sexy unders. Maybe I just no bought some moonshine. moonshine online. I got my new unders on. <laughs> Let's get some cuddling happen. All right. So she says uh, there are major health benefits provided by the release of oxyto- oxytocin. Uh, hormones caused by cuddle puddling. All the oxytocin stuff she talks about is true. It feels great, says Thomas Stout, the mas- a massage therapist who loves to attend cuddle parties. Thomas Stout. My name's Thomas Stout, and I like a good cuddle puddle. I picture Thomas Stout looking like, uh, oh, why am I blanking on his name? From um, Parks and Rec. Who, uh... Well, now you're making me a blank. All right, we're going to fix that. Oh, wait, are you going to pretend like you didn't forget? Well, only because it's, it's, <laughs> it sounds is? really bad. I picture him looking like Ron Swanson, only Ron Swanson when he, is, uh, when he gets, <gasps> like, em- emasculated by yes. his, by his uh, one girlfriend. By his ex-wife? Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, by the ex-wife, I guess, yeah. Well, he was married. Remember, he's got every everybody Tammy, in his life. Tammy number one. Tammy one, two, and three. He's yeah. got like three different Tammies. He has lots of Tammies. That's how I picture him looking. <laughs> well, Thomas Stout, who looks exactly like the masculine of Ron Swanson, says, All that oxytocin stuff she talks about is true. I feel great. 
Uh, personally, I think everybody really wants touch. <laughs> everybody wants to be held. It's just I mean, a human yeah, need okay, we all but have. and it's true. I'm not making fun of the need for touching. No, but this is particularly kind of creepy. Yeah, there, there's something very disturbing about and it. And especially if you have to have rules about sex. Like, I thought that you'd just be, like, in jeans and a sweatshirt and hugging someone. Like, that's something. Like, that is less creepy than having to be told to not wear risque underwear. That's what kind of cuddle puddle is this? I I don't know what kind of base it on, so. All right. Well, that's what's happening in Minneapolis right now. Uh, that's where the Walshes are from, too, just so you know. Next up out of Florida. Going back to Florida. A Florida woman cool. is in some hot water after she tells jail officials she has absolutely no idea how a bag of drugs got stuffed inside of her genitals. Oh. It's out of Crestview, Florida. Beautiful place. Great countryside. A Florida woman caught with several pills in a plastic bag in her genitals told jail officials she didn't know how the drugs even got there. Now her name's Dusty Ray. Dusty Ray. Dusty Ray. That's that's her real name? Yes, Dusty Ray. Uh, Ingram is her last name. Okay. But I just want to go, I want to go with the good old just Dusty Ray. Uh, she's a 38-year-old Florida woman from Crestview. Now she was being processed in the Okaloosa County Jail when a strip, uh, strip search uncovered the drugs. Now she what? Told, she told officials... Um, that first, she didn't know where the drugs came from. Uh, then she said that uh, she was able to figure out what the drugs were inside of the bag and that she had a prescription for them. She said, though, that she keeps the pills usually in her purse and is unsure how they traveled from her purse into her vagina. Whoa. <laughs> After being read her rice, dust, uh, rights, excuse me, Dusty Ray admitted she knew she was not allowed to bring the pills into the jail, but she still... Refuses to admit that she placed them in her... I did not do it. I did not do it. Well, uh, she was charged with introducing contraband into a detention facility, which is a felony. Florida doesn't mess around with that stuff. I think that's probably true about anywhere. Mm. If you're if you're sneaking drugs into a prison, generally, they don't they don't look they too kindly upon that. that. They don't. Yeah, they no, do not. I can see why. All right. I do have the story. This is amazing. It makes me very happy. And these people actually exist. A group of women have finally come forward to speak about their hybrid babies that they have been having with aliens for years. Oh, I know about this stuff. And they want to let you know because they think you might be a mother to an alien hybrid baby, too. It could, it could have happened to you, and you just don't know it. Uh-oh. Let me give you some information. Okay, please. All right, so please a group of women are coming forward and claiming that they have children who were fathered by aliens who actually live with their dads on giant spaceships. Okay. All the while, uh, the so women far. also describe their sexual encounters with the aliens who they had the relations with as the best they've ever had. Oh, now, this, uh, the name of this community is called the Hybrid Baby Community. And they believe that aliens have been harvesting their DNA to create children that combine the best of both human and alien characteristics. Okay. 
over right. the period of the past several years. Okay. So according to some of the women who claim to have mothered children with aliens, the conceptions happen either through artificial insemination or for or through real sexual encounters. Oh, they're One saying these- they they were with the aliens. Former marketing executive, note the former, because now she's too busy birthing alien babies. Okay. Former marketing yeah. executive. I'm surprised nobody wants her running the marketing for the company. <laughs> I'm shocked that they're... All right, I just realized what this woman's name is. It's Bridget Nielsen. Really? Yeah. Not not, the... not, not Bridget Nielsen. Okay, yeah. not a flavor flavor. And no, not a flavor flavor. <laughs> and so, uh, and a video game designer named Aluna Verse. No, that's Bridget and Aluna. Aluna Verse. Yeah. That sounds like her real name. It is absolutely her real name. Okay. Now they both claim that between them they have thirteen love children with the aliens. So Bridget, thirteen. Wait, between the two of them? Between the two of them, they they've have given had, birth to thirteen children. They sure have. Okay. Who are now living on the chips with their alien dads? Oh, all right. So all right. Bridget, twenty-seven years young, says the sex that she had with the alien father was the best ever, and that thousands of women around the world are missing out on such experiences because they actually have had hybrid children with aliens, but just don't quite realize it. Now she refutes claims, pointing to a incredible lack of evidence on such encounters, saying that the extraterrestrial creatures only take women who, on some level, quote, want to be taken. Is this just some guy tricked them? It's like, oh, yeah, so I'm I'm an alien. Uh, you want to bang or, you know, have some... Well, although young Bridget... Make, it, make a hybrid with me? Lives with her father in Sedona, Arizona. No, Sedona's full of weirdos. She I claims, like Sedona, but it's full of weirdos. She claims to have had regular contact with aliens and now has ten hybrid children. Ten? Four boys and Ten. six girls. Now she said, "I'm not concerned. They aren't. Uh, they're not just taking our children. They're in fact taking them to a better place to create a hybrid race to better all of humanity." Now the mothers have produced drawings of what their hybrid children look like, and while some have human <laughs> characteristics, most display reptilian features with big black eyes. Drawings, no pictures, no pictures of them. Bridget fondly recalled a sexual encounter with one of the alien fathers on board a spaceship. <laughs> I remember saying, this time. <laughs> Bridget said, "Oh, it was great. It was incredibly super primal, super raw." Ew. Incredibly super primal, super raw, super primal sexual experience. Like Wait, someone, that's what she said? That is the quote. That is the quote. It was incredibly super primal, super raw, super primal sexual experience. Bridget goes on to to rave there was a real freedom, and we were really going for it. It oh. was the best sex I ever had. <laughs> now, Aluna also wants to talk about her experience. Aluna's 23 years young. She's from Los Angeles. Aluna, uh, speaking of her own conception, she has three alien children. Excuse me, hybrid children. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, she said in her hybrid baby-making fantasy, she was in a classroom setting with other humans. Okay. All of a sudden... I'm sitting next to this green reptilian creature, and immediately I'm so sexually turned on looking at this being. I was very surprised. We're making love in this classroom in front of everyone. Everyone turned their attention to me and my reptilian lover. Is this just a lot of peyote in Sedona or something <laughs> like that? She continued. That's it where you go crazy, do that. and people ask me if I'm off my meds, but it really happened. Aluna says that she has indeed been taken aboard the ship in a dream state. 
and describes the sexual relations as one of her most vivid memories. Some of the women in the hybrid baby community, which has members aging <laughs> from 19 years old to their 60s. How many people are in this community? They're all in Sedona or? No, they're, I mean, no, one's in Sedona. Aluna oh. was from Los Angeles, Greg. Pay okay, attention. sorry, sorry. Uh, so this is the hybrid baby community. There are lots of age ranging from, again, from 19 to 60s. Okay. All right. Uh, however, it is hard for people to understand that it's real because they can never meet their children on Earth. Uh, Bridget sadly says there is a great sadness because you can't be with your hybrid babies. We believe there may be hundreds of thousands of women across so the world. So how long uh, was she pregnant? Nine months each time for these 10 babies that she had? I think that uh, you're asking stupid questions. And she's 23? Bridget's 27. Aluna's 23. Oh, 27. Yes. So, okay. So uh, she's been pregnant constantly. Since she was, she was 17. 17? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. But we don't know how long, like, the you know the gestation period is for aliens. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe it's just a couple days. You don't know. No. So, uh, so Bridget wanted to put this out there because she believes there will be hundreds of thousands of women across the world who have hybrid babies but just don't hundreds know about them. Hundreds of thousands? That's a lot of hybrid babies. Because the women have chosen to be open about their encounters in the hybrid baby community, uh, most admit they struggle in the the real world. Now, Bridget has failed to tie down a real relationship. What? No. Yes. Uh, Even her own mother doesn't believe Bridget's story. But Bridget says, I don't have any normal relationships anymore. This has become my normal. Now, the group believes that people, uh, aliens take people from the same family or gene pool, and they're most interested in breeding with younger women. <laughs> Aren't they all? Bridget, yeah, yeah I'm, an, I'm an alien, so... Bridget, who said she you know, lost one of her hybrid alien love children to devastating circumstances when it didn't form properly, said the aliens take women. Oh, she's eggs. made up a tragedy now, she's too? She's made up an alien hybrid baby tragedy. Okay. So we should feel sorry Aliens for her. take women's eggs mainly on board their spaceships, but it can also happen on Earth. She said she once saw a ship in the sky, and moments later, her ovaries ached. Ew! <laughs> That's gross. Oh. Well, she said if you think that you might actually have uh, mothered possible hybrid alien baby children, she has some signs to look for. Now, she said uh, if you think that you might, in fact, be a mother to a hybrid baby, you can look for... Signs such as reoccurring dreams about doctor's offices or classrooms, missing times, or or having a dream about a false pregnancy. These could, in fact, mean that you have hybrid children. Right. That absolutely. Well, the two of them together, great minds melding together, Bridget and Aluna, they have plans for a place where all Earth hybrid mothers can live together in the same home to act as a safe place for their children to visit if they want to come. Uh, Bridget says it'll be somewhere away from the city, somewhere the children can visit, run free, and express themselves. People say we're crazy, but we're not. <laughs> this is really happening to us. Just let them live their lives, man. Well, I'm convinced. I know. So if you would like to be a member of the hybrid baby community, I'm sure that's easy to find. There you go. That's your world of crazy. There's a YouTube video of a Lunaverse as well. Oh, I... I bet she looks exactly how I think she does. Uh, she's surprisingly attractive for... So is the other one. I looked yeah. at them like they're both... Oops. Greg's over there just watching well, videos. Hello, Aluna. We're not doing a show or anything. <laughs> she's surprisingly attractive. Aluna Come over here and watch her. Oh, you want to hear what Alunaverse sounds like? No. Oh my God, they're coming for me. Oh, wow. And I was like, well, that was an odd thing to think. So yeah. I asked him about that. And then he he was like, 
basically he said that it was um, abduction experiences with the Zetas, the mm-hmm. Greys. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> that is enough. He went in, he actually just offered it up to me. He said that I had a hybrid child and yeah. she wanted to make contact with me. And <laughs> Keelan's head is about to explode with the, with the hybrid baby community. <laughs> I will tell oh you. Oh my though, God, that's what we're calling today's show, by the way. Hybrid baby community. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what it is. All right. Um, let's, yeah, let's do some ball time. Let's get out of this. <laughs> the hybrid baby community. <laughs> You can go live with Bridget and Aluna in the desert, Yum. where your hybrid babies can come and visit you. And the hybrid baby community? Actually, I'm Greg Nibbler at Let's Talk Balls. Balls. <laughs> All right. Wow, All right. that's her? She's pretty. Yeah, I know. I'm what? telling you, she's quite attractive. And batshit crazy. Batshit crazy. Absolutely crazy. <laughs> All right, we got a potpourri of balls, smattering. Little of this, little of that. Pretty much all going to be about what's happening this weekend, and that is the NFC and AFC championships in the National Football League. So the winners of these two games will go on to the Super Bowl. It is, of course, the Carolina Panthers versus the Arizona Cardinals. Is the National Football League the one where they paid a bunch of soap operas to talk about them to make them sound important? No, that was the NCAA finals. Oh, okay. Uh, playoffs. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, it was college football playoffs. Oh, they right. since they're owned by ABC had the rights to it. Okay, I liked that story. That was funny. Yeah, so All ABC right, so paid a, a bunch one. of soap operas. No, okay. The Super Bowl doesn't really need people to talk about this. Everybody's going to talk about the Super Bowl anyway because NFL is king. This is the these are the conference championship games that will decide who goes to the Super Bowl. Gotcha. So Carolina versus Arizona, the winner of that game, one of those two teams will be in the Super Bowl. And then there is New England, the New England Patriots versus the Denver Broncos. One of those two teams will go to the Super Bowl. So either Peyton Manning or Tom Brady, one of the two of them will be in the Super Bowl this year. Mm-hmm. And that's how that is. Okay. So, and that's and that's all i got to say about well, that's, that. That's how it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um so uh, we'll just we'll just talk about a couple of things associated with this. So one of the deals here with the Denver Broncos is that Peyton Manning, allegedly, you know, he is he's sponsored by Papa John's on the side. You see I've him in a lot of commercials. Commercials, they are so embarrassing. He does about a billion commercials. I don't know, Papa John. Can you catch this pizza? <laughs> oh God. I mean, I'm sure he's making millions of dollars off of it. Give us just... one more impression of your. Oh, I'm trying to remember the commercials, but I just I blank them out. They're so bad. Yeah. That was all. Well, Papa John's is allegedly uh, going to give him $2 billion extra dollars. Was that a B or an M? Two, not not $2 billion. <laughs> okay. $2 million. Oh, I don't know because you said it backed away. <laughs> $2 billion extra dollars. <laughs> Two million extra dollars, though, if he uh, switches out saying because one of his calls when he's at the line because they mic the quarterbacks, you know, when they're when they're calling the plays, you hear the quarterbacks yelling. One of the things Peyton Manning always says is Omaha, Omaha, Omaha is what he says. Mm-hmm. <gasps> please say, please, please say, what does he want to? Papa yell? John, oh, Papa John. God. Oh, that's so. So that's that's. One of the things that's being Man, speculated is that he's going to get $2 million, million extra just bucks. yell Papa John's? Yeah. That'd be awesome. 
Papa Jones. Is he going to do it? Well, I don't know. It's not. I don't think that's really on the up and up because they're not supposed to be able to do that. But that's one of the things that's being speculated. I mean, he can say, I guess, whatever he really wants. He's calling the shots. And if he happens to get two million extra dollars, well, then he happens to get two million extra dollars. Moving on to Botok. Um, all right. I have to do this because we didn't do it the last couple of days, and I know we only have what? a couple of minutes, so I'm going to do this. And then I've got a great story for the end of it. First up, I said that I would play a fan song for each team, and I need to back up my promise on that. We played one from the Carolina Panthers. This is from the Denver Broncos super fan, The Mad Fanatic. Now, he's been on Fun Employment Radio before. Mad Fanatic. Pats, huh? He's talking about the Broncos playing the Patriots. He's a Denver Broncos fan. About to finish the Pats, give them that fatality. Flawless victories, what I'm thinking, I'm speaking honestly. Beat them last time, I don't think it was an anomaly. We don't fear the Pats, we see I like a good use of the word anomaly. About the stampede, which means we gonna run them over. 46 active, thoroughbred horses. Careful when you pass it, I'm warning you not to force it. That no-fly zone secondary is full of ball hawks. Praying that you throw it, they ready to pick the ball off. Pressure coming from both sides, they seem flush. And we know they team can't breathe. They need puffers. What the hell is that? What's a puffer? Oh, like an inhaler? I think so. Okay. All right. Greg, what are you doing? There it is. I just wanted to play it. That's. I'm doing the Denver Broncos fans. This is what they wanted. They wanted to hear this. And so I just decided to do that. That's all Greg, by the way. Don't blame me. That's Greg making these poor decisions. Moving on to ball talk. We'll leave that one at that one. I do have this story, and I want to bring this up. And Sarah, I, I know you're not necessarily a fan of the NFL, but you are a fan of going to like live sporting events. I it can am. Be fun. I like yeah. live events. Yes. Yeah, it, it can be a lot of fun. Well, there is an opportunity for you to be able to purchase tickets to the Carolina Panthers versus Arizona Cardinals NFC Championship game for only $50. But there is one little thing. You have to win the Pretty Paws Contest. What? Here's what the Pretty Paws Contest is. There's a guy on Craigslist from Raleigh, North Carolina, who said that he would sell his pair of championship tickets for $50 if you won his contest. The contest is this. The ad states that he'll sell the tickets to the best female pair of feet and smiling face that he sees. You get four tickets to the game. He wants you to send in pictures. Ew. Of your feet? Of your feet and your smiling face to his email account. He will judge and pick the winner and then the winner has to give him $50 for the four tickets. So, Sarah, I mean, I'm just saying you could have a chance here. All right. Well, let's move along. That's disgusting. <laughs> it's like I get a whole bunch of, like, pick. What is with fe- Is yeah. there, like, some big, like, foot fetish resurgence? What is There's happening? There's something. There's something. I blame Rick. Yeah, I would blame Rick Emerson. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, to apply to win, submit two photos of you in a car wearing your favorite Carolina Panthers gear with your feet on the dashboard. And one of you showing your panther paws 
and then in parentheses, bottom of your feet on bottom the dashboard, of your feet? and your smiling face in the car or feet outside the window. All right, panther paws is the bottom of your feet creepiest phrase ever. <laughs> it's the Carolina Panthers. Oh, I know, but panther paws. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's that's no. Yep. No. Yep. So the post has been taken down, but I'm sure enough people did send in. Uh, send in stuff, and you can still see the email address. So if you'd like to enter, just let me know, and I'll, I'll pass along that email address for you. Moving on, about talk. Oh, my gosh. We'll just go to this. We'll go to wrap okay. it up here. There's been a uh, big battle, Twitter battle, breaking out between the New England Patriots and the Denver Broncos, mainly because the Broncos are calling, uh, have called Tom Brady a crybaby, which admittedly the guy whines a lot. Like, a lot. When you watch the game, he whines after pretty much every play. He'll go and whine to the ref. In his defense, it works. He gets he gets calls in his favor quite mm-hmm. a bit. So, I mean, I can understand the tactic, but he does look like a crybaby. Okay. Um, and so some of the Denver Broncos started calling him out on that and then started calling out um, Rob Gronkowski, saying Rob Gronkowski pushes off. And so this this whole Twitter war has been going back and forth with all of that stuff. The bottom line is, I mean, the Patriots have won a lot. And so the I do like that they are uh, they're going back and forth. Here it is. I was trying to pull this up. So the one of the Denver Broncos said that the only way to take down Rob Gronkowski is to hit him at the knees and take him, uh, take him down that way. Rob Gronkowski replied on Twitter. This is a professional football player said, heard their whole team is good at giving low blows. That's... The Gronk wrote that? The Gronk wrote that, oh, yeah. That sounds like Gronk. something the Gronk would write. That sounds exactly like something the Gronk would write. So it's going back and forth. It is kind of entertaining, though, just seeing all the trash talk back and forth. Uh, it does bring me to this, though, because it reminds us of the wonderful time that was Deflategate. Oh. How they New England Patriots wouldn't be in this position right now if Tom Brady hadn't sued and won his little uh, the battle against... Uh, Against the, the battle of the balls. Yeah, they probably wouldn't be here. So, in honor of that, I decided it's time just to revisit this for just a minute. To me, those balls are perfect. I can only speak for myself. I don't want anyone touching the balls, loving the balls. To me, those balls are perfect. Some guys like them round and some guys like them thin. Some guys like old balls, new balls. They're all different, so you gotta feel them. To me, those balls are all perfect. I juice the balls if I want. You know, I grip it, I grab it, I feel the lace, I feel the leather. I wouldn't want anyone touching the balls. Um, I would zip those things up and lock them away. Some days one ball may feel good, the next day it may not. I want to be very familiar with the equipment that I'm using. This is an ISIS. No one's dying, but this is a very important thing Because to me those balls are perfect I can only speak for myself I don't want anyone touching the balls Rubbing the balls To me those balls are perfect Some guys like them round and some guys like them thin Some guys like old balls, new balls They're all different so you gotta feel them And you gotta squeeze them To me those balls are all perfect you gotta feel them, and you gotta squeeze them. To me, those balls are all perfect. You gotta feel them. 
So there we go. Tom Brady, those balls are perfect. Oh, I genuinely love that song. I've showed that to so many people. Yeah, it and is. And it makes it puts a smile on everyone. It does. Face. It really does. Except for probably Jasmine's. Uh, probably yeah. New England yeah. fans don't like it, but <laughs> yeah, they can cry with their Super Bowl wins. That's the tough, tough love. Yeah. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. All right. Well, it's about ready to get the show on the road. It is. I do want to remind everybody, too, though, that coming up in one week from today. One week exactly from today. Seven days from now. Will be the Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night at the Landmark Saloon presented by Small Town Brewery. We're super excited. It's been, well, since last year, actually, since we've had a bingo night. Yes. So, yes, uh, it yeah, was. We're super excited to have it. It's always a really fun time. If you're a drinker, if you're not a drinker, it doesn't matter. Just come yeah. out and play some bingo. It's if you free. Are, yeah, and it's free to play. You can win some prizes. Uh, if you are a drinker, uh, Small Town Brewery has Not Your Father's Ginger Ale, Not Your Father's Root Beer, yep. both of which are delectable, both of which are really good with whiskey in them. So yes. I'm just saying that. That is there, and but they also have uh, wonderful food at Landmark Saloon. So it's it's a really fun time, and it's a, it's a good group of people. Yeah, and it's outside, so, but it's a covered, heated patio, so it's... Not a problem. Lots of seating. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it really is. And so that's coming up one week from today at the Landmark Saloon Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night. Starts at 6 p.m. Uh, brought to you by Small Town Brewery. We really appreciate them. And, uh, yeah, hope to see everybody out there. Yeah. All right. We do have something else. We do. And we want to wish a very happy birthday. Yes. To Miss Kathleen. 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 You are a saint. Yes, you are. For dealing with John as long as you have. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> no, you are wonderful, Kathleen. We love you very much. And we hope you have a wonderful birthday, my friend. Yeah. Happy birthday, lady. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Happy birthday. There we go. Is that how? There we go. There we go. I'm not. And that Was man's name was Jesus, Jesus Christ. That's such a tick for me now. I can't ever. <laughs> <laughs> Ocular cancer strikes down Seriously, 300 like, million Americans every year. How many people reference Paul Harvey this much? Paul Harvey. I am Paul Harvey. Good day. Good day. No, he does the good day. Yeah, no, it was a. He does the upward inflection. Good at the day. End. No. Good day. It almost sounds like a question. Mm-hmm. I'm Paul Harvey. Good, good day. day. There it is. Paul oh. Harvey. God, we're so timely with our references. Yeah, everybody likes a good Paul Harvey reference. Yeah, I mean, everyone's just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Do some Johnny Carson impressions <laughs> later on. Uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. What is that? That was Johnny Carson, wasn't it? That's pretty good. No. Yeah, said, give us a call, like 503-575. Do it in your criminal uh, fraud voice. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Hmm. Mm. Wow. Thank you for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. I think that's a Johnny Carson impression. Is it? Yeah, I'm pretty I sure. No, it doesn't really sound like it. I mean, uh, I, I guess it's been a while since I've Ed, heard. tell us about what we've got on the on tap next. Kind of. Something? I mean, it was good good effort. Well, you're not going to give me credit if I do. Good try, good effort. (laughs) Is that what it was? Good good try, good effort. Uh, Jay Leno. Jay Leno is a little tougher. All right, anyway. There we go. We'll we'll round it out with that. With that riveting performance for the end of the show. Uh, We're here every week. Go to iTunes. Subscribe on there. And follow us on Twitter at Fun Up Radio. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye, friends. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.